The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. The cosmic preparations have been made for our divine rebirth. As the planet is going through its changes and its transformation, the human adventure is going beyond our wildest imaginings, and the veils have parted. There's a portal open where you can make your move now into the fourth and fifth and sixth dimensions. Are you clear? Are you fearless? Are you courageous enough to make your next move? If not, my guest today, Maureen Moss, is an individual who is making waves along the planet to allow people to step into their place and purpose, to allow them to access their heart and mind of God. And we're going to talk to her today about how this happens and what the future holds for us in terms of what we need to do to prepare for that. She is the president and owner of the World Puja Network, as well as a four-time award-winning author and a global teacher of New World. She has several books, CDs, and a wonderful a uh, 19 CD set that is entitled "The Birthing Birthing the Heart and Mind of God" that I'll tell you a little bit more about a little later. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Maureen Moss to 11:11 Talk Radio. Thank you, Simran. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you, Maureen, and I know that you have been called by Dr. Jean Houston as the universal instigator. <laughs> you have known from the time you were young that you were here to be a catalyst for change and always heard that your words carried energy. Talk first about having that knowing and and how you allowed that purpose to unfold, uh, even when you weren't quite sure what it was going to end up looking like for the people that have an inkling of what maybe they're supposed to do or maybe don't even know what they're supposed to do but feel the call. Well, the snapshot version of that would be from the time I was 16 years old, Simran, it was heir apparent to me that my words had great effect on adults. And I would hear from adults that were part of the family or adults that were friends of the family that what I had said to them just in the course of a conversation changed their life. And I heard this often and often enough for me to start to take notice and wonder and kind of ask aloud, what does this mean for me? And I knew that in my heart, ever since I had been a little girl, I really felt compelled to be on the radio and that I would have messages 
to give to the world. I had no idea what that would look like until many, many years later when I really had my awakening and the first time I ever heard the voice of what I call the divine or God or spirit or what anybody else would say. And I started having visitation by light beings, masters from other realms who literally began to teach me what I was told I would I would then share with the world. However, I would not be able to do that unless I had the experiences myself in order to make me a credible being or messenger of light. And that's a valuable point because so many times people don't realize why they're going through certain things, but we cannot understand have empathy or compassion or even clear wisdom on how to support someone else unless we first know it ourselves. Is that, was that the purpose of you having to go through? Absolutely. And, 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 it's, and it both for the times we live in now. I think a lot of people are grasping for what they quote unquote should be doing in life and there are no shoulds. And the, the, a, lot of, a lot of people have a tendency sometimes to feel that they want to speak into the world or teach. And the one thing I know is that it used to be that the teachers were teaching what they needed to know. And that's how that bandwidth of energy worked and made, uh, made big holes in the, in, in, uh, not only in the illusion, but the illusion of our own lives. And now the rules are different. In order to really be supported by the universe, um, it's really important that the level of integrity, and integrity to me is that which is on the inside is on the outside. What you think, feel, act, and do are all harmonious to each other. And if it's not, we don't have that same vibrational energy, that same valuation, whether people really understand energy or vibration or not, people know when people are credible. And the credibility comes from that experience. And it, it was not an easy, wasn't even close to being an easy journey. But apparently it was one, like we all say yes to, before we take on skin and bones and walk this journey. And that investigation into the inner world so that we can transform the outer world, uh, it, it can be that dark night, that very um, heart-wrenching, angst-filled place. But to get out of that, it, it, the awakening will happen in many different ways. You had an awakening where you were able to then receive transmissions from Ascended Masters and the angelic realm, and you've always had the guides speaking to you or, or working with you in very, very unique ways. How is that very different or very similar to a person that does not encounter those things? How, how do we ha- hang on to something like that even if we don't actually have that direct communication? Well, I, th- I think we all do. And I think the difference is, is are we listening deeply enough? And also the understanding that my journey never stopped with one awakening. I don't believe that there's only one awakening. I believe that we are an endless series of awakenings. And I know through my 30-odd years of teaching and writing that 
it didn't start and stop with one dark night of the soul that happened to be pretty lengthy in its stead. It continues on to deepen me in order that I may be of value to the times we live in now or to any of the times that I've, I've lived from the moment of my first awakening to the present moment. It's a continuation. But when one thinks that they're going through trials and tribulations and failures and they hang on to the stories long after they're over, what happens is you start to cover yourself over with dirt, if you will, and you allow the mind, the third dimensional mind, which which really is a mind that focuses on distortion. It's very delusional. It's dramatic. It, it has no real relationship to experience whatsoever. It's usually scared, afraid, or worried about something. And so when we stay stuck in the stories of our experiences rather than having them and going, okay, what do I need to know about this? This has always been uh, or those have always been my words when I'm going through everything or anything. What, dear God, what do I need to know about this? Because I know it's about me. It's about my awakening, even if it involved another person, 10 other people, or seven other experiences. It always comes back to what do I need to know about this? And oftentimes, and I've shared this with many, is that you might have to sit still for three days and three nights or six days and six nights or a month or four months or six months before you get an answer. But what I know is that the lamp of truth is always turned on. But you have to listen. You have to be willing to not resist anything, not reinterpret it, not to formulate a story out of it or an excuse out of it or a resistance to it. It, it takes discipline. But we are all, every one of us, we have to remember this, we're such magnificent beings. Every one of us have been chosen, but not everyone chooses because it's a tall order. And you have to pull up your bootstraps a lot of times and toughen up and have courage and love and have your heart broken open and let it be okay so that we can become all that we really are because every single moment of our lives is a blessing and is a moment of grace depending on how we look at it. So it sounds, Maureen, as if there are two real distinctions, distinctions between third-dimensional reality and moving out of third-dimensional reality, and that is one is that we feel like things are just happening to us versus looking at things as an experience of ourselves. And secondly, it is rather than looking externally, we're now looking internally, knowing that everything is to be more self-referenced in terms of discovery. Is that well, correct? Yes, you are. And there's, there's no answers out there. Out there... Our world outside of us is nothing but a reflection of what's going on inside of us, right? And in the way we, the lower mind, I call it the lower mind of the third dimension operates, it operates, as I said, in great distortion and separation and duality and polarity. And we don't, we no longer can get our answers anywhere, anywhere from the, other than from the in 
outside of ourselves. We can't know who we are from the outside in. We have to know who we are from the inside out. We have to forge that bond with the deepest parts of ourselves and the highest parts of ourselves that are not contained out there in the world external. They're, they're, in order to hold the bandwidth of energy of the fifth, as you were speaking about earlier, the fifth and sixth dimension, we really have to be committed and willing to go inside and keep excavating, refining, and purifying. And you know what? It, after a point, Simran, it isn't a job any longer. It's not, dear God, when will this stop? It's not a point of any of that. It actually shifts and it becomes fun and it becomes joyful because you realize that transforming yourself is actually correcting the whole world beside yourself. It's, it's magnificent when you're on that journey of deepening, even though the experiences may at times be difficult. It's just like the ocean. The ocean is magnificent no matter what. And because it has a tsunami in it or it even has a really high crashing wave in it, it's our perception. Does it change the ocean? No, it's just, it's just a wave that the ocean had. It's an experience that the ocean had. And the only difference between us and the ocean is we have minds to think about it. And we distort it, we create a story, we tell it to God knows how many people and ourselves, and the story becomes densified. It becomes cemented in our bodies, and it lowers our frequency, it lowers our vibration. And so we can hold the frequency and resonant field of these higher bandwidths of energy. That's a piece of it. My guest today is Maureen Moss. She is most definitely, as Dr. Jean Houston calls, a universal instigator. She is a cultural transformer, a woman of rare power, insight, courage, and persistence. As the president of the World Puja Network, she's also a four-time award-winning author and a global teacher for the new world. Her books include Commitment to Love, The Nature of Bliss, Connect with Your God Self, and God's Promise. In addition, she has a 19-CD set entitled Birthing the Heart and Mind of God. You can find out more about these at MaureenMoss.com. That's M-A-U-R-E-E-N, Moss, M-O-S-S.com. And also look up WorldPuja.com. The radio network will be right back with Maureen Moss. The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Have you seen Eleven Eleven? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Maureen Moss has been able to receive transmissions from Ascended Masters, the Archangelic Realm, and councils from higher realms of consciousness. She's also been blessed with the ability to read energy, to cut to the core of emotional, mental, and energetic blockages, and also allow people to connect to their true purpose, elevating the vibration and rebalancing their energy. She is going to be featured in the uh, March-April issue, which actually has uh, just released. It is the March-April 2012 issue. All of the 1111 magazine uh, current and archived issues are now free for the entire world. You can connect with those at online.1111mag.com or directly at 1111mag.com. Enjoy her in-depth two-part interview. She'll be featured also in the May-June issue. Uh, where we go very, very deep into some of the wisdom and discussion that Maureen has uh, such gifted words for the planet. She's featured also with Alea Deo, Nick Ortner, and Joe Dispenza. So definitely go and look up your issue right now. Maureen, you said several things there that I'd like to uh, at least go back to a couple of those. Sure. And we talked about going into that inner landscape and really looking at things from a self-reference point of view to find that wisdom. How is the inner world of the individual different than the inner world of humankind as a whole? That's, that's a great question. Well, obviously, we are all individuated parts of the whole. And so we have a particular pollination, if you will, for this universe and to to bring this transformation about. And we are connected to each other irrevocably. However, it's more, much more important that we focus on what is our particular spot of grace, if you will, our particular blessing that we have to offer to ourselves and to the world. And I don't mean to the world out loud or at all, because when we shift something inside of us, it goes into the grid of consciousness. And known or unknown, it makes a shift in this planet. It makes a big shift in this planet, actually. And so our, our focus, Simran, ideally, ideally, is to move ourselves from a state of consciousness that I call it was trapped in the human template for millennia. And it was, again, a consciousness very distorted and delusional into a higher state or expanded state of consciousness. And that is one, and we can, we can monitor ourselves, we can witness for ourselves, not judge ourselves, but be and bear 
witness as loving stewards of this temple of creation that we are to recognize are we in a higher or expanded state of consciousness right now, in the moment that we're in, in the thing that we're thinking about, in the choice that we're making, in the relationship that we're having. Are we grasping, are are we clawing, or are we just moving in the ebb and the flow of grace? Are we in a complicated state or an uncomplicated state? Because a higher consciousness is very uncomplicated. It's simple, it's peaceful, it's trusting, it relaxes into a state of knowing that all is well, all is in divine unfoldment, and there is nothing to fear, nothing to worry about it, nothing to machinate with, nothing is wrong. So the transition from one state of consciousness into another is actually the evolution of your spirit away from the distorted perceptions of what humanity has always deemed to be true through the lens of illusion. So it's, it, it's your being, it's everyone's being, moving your entire beingness into a completely different state of perception and awareness without a conditioned response. That's a very major piece of discerning between the outer world and what's important out there and, and why it's so important in here. And as such... The, and now, particularly with this reweaving into this fabric of creation in such a glorious way, our lives and what is being reflected outside of our world for us to see is going to be so dramatically different than it is in the moments when we're living in that distorted state of mind or we're living in an inauthentic state because we're trying to please this one, do that for that one, appear to be lovable for this one, be accepted to this group, et cetera, et cetera. We must, we must raise our consciousness by taking good care of ourselves, by being authentic, by being integral, by being present, by being creative, and not looking to the past or the future because there's no life there. It's only where we are in the moment right now that we can come into alignment. So, Maureen, it seems to me that in the past we have always been the type that have really promoted that there should be service to the world and that there should be this um, this way of going after a cause and really fighting for rights and this, that, and the other. But now with the way the world that is shifting, it seems almost as if our external focus on these things is really more of a reactionary place rather than a response place, but actually we have to first step back uh, and, and, as you say, birth the heart and mind of God before we go out and really decide to do something about the many illusions or the seemingly feeling real things that are going on in our world. Give me your thoughts on that. Well, it's, it's absolutely true. You know, throughout throughout generations, there's always been the quote unquote rules. I mean, you know, the the the, the primordial man woman, the the way that they lived was significantly different. The laws of their land were significantly different than ours are now. So the past is the past. And what we can all tell right now, I I don't think there's a person listening that doesn't realize that their get in life is out there, that it's in here. And 
So, and that is that really is the governing law of the new world of the golden age of the fifth and sixth bandwidth of energy, because this was a grand human experiment that was set up and played out brilliantly, and it had its rules and it had its laws. I mean, you think about when the Ten Commandments, and one of the commandments was love love your neighbor as yourself. How did that work out? It didn't. And why didn't it? Because we never went inside. So what, what we have is a world in chaos at war. I mean, from the smallest to the largest extremes. And what is that a reflection of is a chaos and war that goes on inside of our very own selves. We've never been taught to look inside of ourselves. And we did not have those teachers in school or even the teachers in our homes for that for, uh, for that. As that, as that is made evident in all of our lives. However, our soul is our teacher now. And what I know for sure is this, there must be a grand descent to allow the, the heart and mind of God, the overlay of the highest infinite potential of all that is loving and kind and compassionate and unified and centered and whole and real to come into us now if we are going to make any kind of, of an ascension of any value to ourselves, and that will then take care of the laws of the land. Well, and what you said was very true. Love thy neighbor as thyself. We never stopped long enough to see if we even loved ourselves. So how could we love that neighbor? And is self-love a big piece of this birthing the heart and mind of God? It's the master key, which is why the class was taught when it was brought to me from the divine that I was to teach this class for nine months across the world. And I said, nine months, really? I was so surprised. And I didn't know what it was called. I was given the name, and I didn't even know what it would entail. What I do know is a class turned into a year-long class, and it was said to me that this was an essential pregnancy for all of humankind, and humankind now needed to be held in a state of grace and awareness longer than the moment it takes to get an aha moment so they could stabilize their entire being of light and then be ready and able to be moved up into the fifth and sixth bandwidth of energy. So that's what was taught in, and always from the perspective from the inside out of loving oneself. What does that even mean? How do we do that? How do we go about it? And that's why it was guided to me, you have to teach this class for that long. Now, the blessing is that every, every 18 days now is like a year. We don't have to go through the processes and the, pro, and, and the, the therapies and, the, and all the things that we went through for millennia. How many people sat on therapist couches for 5 or 10 or 12 years? A lot. And it's not necessary any longer. The moment we make a commitment and we devote ourselves to it 100%, I will do this. And I will take the creative steps to do it. I was so honored by the people throughout the world that took this class because that was a long commitment, nine months. And then they asked for another three more months. This is the kind of commitment to oneself so you understand what it is to be authentic. It's not just, oh, I have to be authentic, or what it means to love yourself. It changes everything. 
and nobody ever even taught us that it was a game changer and all the components of it. Nobody ever taught us that. And we must, we must learn it, embody it, express it, and be it. Self-love is a key component to birthing the heart and mind of God, and it is the key to transformation of the inner world and the outer world that exists. My guest today is Maureen Moss. She has been a catalyst for humanity's shift from human nature to divine nature through both the spoken word and the written word, through the medium of worldwide radio as the president of World Puja Network, and as a four-time award-winning author and as a global teacher of New World Consciousness. She has released books entitled Commitment to Love, The Nature of Bliss, Connect with Your God Self and God's Promise, and she's just completed a nine-month course, which is now available as a 19-CD set entitled Birthing the Heart and Mind of God. During these fully guided 19 hours, uh, you will be given rare insights, activations, transmissions, invocations, and profound guidance directly from spirit and archangelic realms to make your ascension. You will be presented lifelong tools and daily techniques to completely transform your human experience into that of the heart and mind of God experience. You can connect with Maureen Moss at MaureenMoss.com, also at WorldPuja.org. We'll be right back with Maureen Moss. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. is my guest today. She is also featured in the just-released March-April 2012 issue of 1111 Magazine. You're going to be able to read part one of a fabulous two-part interview. There was so much wisdom and so much depth in this conversation that it could not be contained in just one issue of the magazine. So definitely 
uh, go to 1111mag.com and read your free issue along with any of the archived issues. They're all available for everyone completely free now. Uh, you will also read about Alea Deo, who is an amazing, amazing gifted person, Nick Ortner and the Tapping Solution, and also Joe Dispenza on the workings of the brain. So definitely access your copies of 1111 and start to illuminate the mind and open the heart through those tools. Maureen, we were talking about birthing that mind and heart of God and, and God, and talk about what it means to shift from human nature to divine nature. Are we letting go of things? Are we no longer allowed to be that human, or are we more responsible with what we are as human? We absolutely are. It's, you know, it's like what happens, you know, it, it, it's like our path is like the path of, of a butterfly. You know, it's, it's, it's a path of the butterfly and the path of the human are similar. And both require building strength from the inside out while living inside walls of protection. And, and the thing is, is that freedom, interestingly enough, awaits both the moment the, that they shatter what has held them captive. So it's just changing form, if you will. As the, as the caterpillar changes so that the butterfly can emerge and live the life it was always intended to, but it had to go through the process of, and, and it, it was all important. So with, with moving into the divine template, if you will, yes, we are letting things go. Every time we take a breath, if we allow ourselves, something dies off because the next present moment is being born and the, and the moment we just had is over if we allow it to. So what we're going to find, as, as we were speaking earlier, is what we, we, we call miracles, grace, magic, ease, instant manifestation, etc., etc., happening. And this is the gift, the blessing, just like the butterfly, the gift and the blessing of no longer being inside of a caterpillar is that it can now fly to the top of a tree. It can go alight on the top of a rose bush. It, it has a different life. And that's exactly what happens to the human being, which is we're always going to be in human form until we're not on this earth. And, and yet, Moving into the divine template, which I talk about at great length in, in Birthing the Heart and Mind of God, we then have that same freedom. Humans don't have a history of being free. We've always been a struggling, surviving species, and we have that opportunity now. We are amongst the last generation of a 26,000-year cycle, and we are the first that will wake up on the other side of the conscious membrane that defines the two cycles of the human experience at the end of 2012. So it's just time to move on into our magnificence. We don't have to struggle anymore, just like we don't have to go through the recycling of, of a karmic experience. Leave the body, come back and learn again and start over and learn these lessons. That's why we're given it was this amazing opportunity to be here now on this planet where this, this death and rebirth can happen while we're still in human form. So, Maureen, we've always, as you said, have been more of a struggling species trying to survive. And there is a term that's being thrown around a lot right now, which is thrive and thriving. 
why is it right now we have figured out we can thrive? Why haven't we done this before? Evolution. There was a game plan. Uh, Simran, there was a game plan, you know, and it's it's it was a game plan called evolution, and we said yes to it, and each each spin of the evolutionary wheel, if you were, brought us a different experience. And we weren't meant to be here until we were meant to be here, until all things cosmic and planetary would be made ready for us to be able to hold the amplitude of light, the, the bandwidth of, of higher frequencies, and resonant fields that could accommodate and accompany a solidified state of being in a higher bandwidth of energy. Because there are laws and regulations, and being in a densified form and having all of the, the illusions, the polarity, the duality, it, it, wasn't, it just wasn't set up yet. And, and the point is, it is now. It is now. But if we don't take advantage of it, shame on us. Shame on us. We, like I said, we have all been chosen. There were so many other beings of light that wanted to inhabit a physical body at this time because of where we are right now, and, and it couldn't be done. There weren't enough bodies, if you will, for every soul that wanted to incarnate at this particular time in our human history as we go through this membrane. So while we, we have that knowledge now, we, it's up to each one of us that we steward ourselves properly. We become apprised and willing and open, not just to hearing how the difference will be made, but of making the difference inside of ourselves, taking the action steps, being creative, being willing, being non-resistant, so that we are able to authentically, and I use that word strongly, authentically become what we are meant to become. So if we don't become authentically that, we will be unable to inhabit the divine template that awaits us. We will not, we'll literally be unable to. So I, I have always felt like, and, and many people constantly hear about the veils, and the veils are lifting, that there are these veils that exist, and we haven't been able to get past them, and we haven't moved through the veils. But it seems to me that the veils that actually existed then exist on the inside of us, exist in our mind, exist in our bodies, that it's not something that's a curtain around us that's being drawn but almost a curtain within us that's being lifted. How do you see that? It's, it's both. Um, as part of this, this, this game of the third dimension, there were force fields set up. There were templates set up that would keep us in a particular state of mind, if you will, mm -hmm. state of consciousness, if you will, because this, this ha it's like a baby, you know, it has to go through the process until it can come out of the mother's womb and come into the world. So it has to be sequestered, if you will. We were, as human beings, we were sequestered, if you will. However, as they say, the veils have been lifted, beloveds, and now we are free. And the only veils left now are the veils inside of ourselves. Now, that's the only place that those veils exist. 
and we have the drawstring to draw them back. And that's why every choice we make now matters deeply. Every thought we hold matters deeply. Raising our vibration consciously daily matters deeply because we are this magnificent, divinely assembled and chosen group about to enter the final days of a long and arduous climb. So we have to watch our steps. And that's why... And that's why authenticity is so very important is because that authentic step, each and every step that we take, is what removes veil by veil that's going on on the inside. Absolutely. We spent many, many hours talking about how to get from where we are to becoming authentically who we are because there are probably 98% of the people on this planet that do not know who they really are. And once, once that discovery is made, that's the mana of life. And what about getting it not just as an intellectual, because many people might say, oh, I know who I am. I know mm-hmm. that I'm of God and this, that. But I'm talking about not getting it intellectually. Mm-hmm. What makes it hit inside the heart that they truly have that knowing of what you're speaking of? You don't have any other questions any longer. You're not grasping and clawing anymore. You're not at war with yourself any longer. You're not pitting yourself against yourself any longer. It's not an intellectual construct any longer. You just know it. It fills you. It fills you. A a, a wise friend of mine once said to me, you know what, Maureen? When people say, I know, I know, I know, that's that's a lower conscious mind saying that. When you know, you just do. And everything, of course, corrects itself. And you mm-hmm. feel it. You can't not feel it. You just, boom, you get it. It clicks. And we are being activated right now, right now for everything to click into place in moments. If we'll just do the work, if we'll just take it on, not just listen to somebody speaking, but be in be motivated, be passionate to say, oh, my God, it's, it's my time. I'm it. This is the year of Maureen. This is the year of Linda. This is the year of Joe. I'm going on this inner journey, and I'm not stopping because this is where the gold is. It's not oh, what yeah. I do. It's who I am. Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. What is the critical component to accessing one's essential and divine self? I know we've talked about self-love, but are there any other critical components? Willingness. Mm. Willingness, commitment, courage, determination, uh, no resistance, and daily, daily, not here and there and, you know, next week and on Sunday when I have time, daily. And so many people will often say to me, in, you know, in a, in a session with me, but Maureen, I don't have time. And I say, of course you do. You made up time. We can move at any time we want. Look at how we even move time. Oh, it's an hour later. Now it's Pacific time. It's an hour later. It's an hour earlier. We make time. And it's us that gets to decide how important are we now. I mean, my God, we're standing on the threshold of the dreams that we had since we ever, ever incarnated to begin with. How can we say no and, and use time as an excuse? Yeah, you know, I, I created for my, for my students 
what we call the birthing room. And, and I will tell you, people across this world, from Dubai to Detroit, they, they set up their birthing room and they go into it, they get up an hour earlier from work before they went to work or whatever they were going to do because they, they go into their birthing room to birth the next part of themselves authentically. They created a new, a new timeline for themselves. And you can see why Maureen Moss is called A Thousand Pounds of Spiritual Dynamite in the book Living an Uncommon Life by John St. Augustine. She is uh, sharing company in that book with Christopher Reeve, Oprah Winfrey, and John Denver. Maureen says that the greatest changes to occur in the months and year ahead, and they're going to issue forth from the planes your inner planes, and that is what heaven and earth will be, where heaven will be brought to earth. It matters to Marine that you are able to make that substantial ascension with your authentic divine self intact in 2012. As we close this 26,000-year cycle, you can connect with Maureen Moss at MaureenMoss.com. You can also connect to WorldPuja.org. She's the president of this radio network, which has some powerful programming as well. And you can also find out more about her her uh, various books. She's a four-time award-winning author. There are quite a few books on the website. In addition to CDs, How Powerful Women Awakens, The Hierarchy Takes You to the Heavens, Cosmic Wisdom, Transformation, The Nature of Bliss, and Shapeshift. We'll be right back with Maureen Moss. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. never intended to be a multi-published author, a keynote motivational speaker, president of a global radio network, or catalyst for the evolution in the human soul. She never intended it, but somewhere it must have been written, just like somewhere it is written for each one of us to step into our power, to do the inner work required, that we can become who it is that we were meant to be on this 
planet at this particular time. Dr. Jean Houston calls Maureen Moss a universal instigator. She's a cultural transformer, a woman of rare power, insight, courage, and persistence. And she has been teaching people how to birth the mind and heart of God as we move from third-dimensional reality into fourth, fifth, and sixth-dimensional reality. This means that instead of looking for the outside to answer your questions, you need to look on the inside and find all of the solutions and answers that you're seeking so that you can then activate what needs to happen on the outside. Maureen, I want people to really have a sense of what is most important to you in your life right now? What, what are the things that you focus on that you do so that people can have a sense of a direction to go? My, my sense of, of being and purpose right now for myself in the world internal is to go behind every bend in my knee and every crook in my arm to see what else needs to be transmuted, what needs to be transcended that may be archaic in its nature. Is there a story lingering that I must get out of my body? Because I must continue to be the change that I wish to see in the world, and that's part two of it. I truly, truly, I mean, when you were talking before, I have tears in my eyes and in my heart because I want humanity to succeed this time. No more falling from grace. No more missing a golden opportunity that is beyond words. So my commitment to me is that, and my commitment to the world is wishing that for them and being a part of it, still remaining as a catalyst for evolution in the human soul, but knowing that I still have to look behind my own bends of knees and crooks and arms and take care of what needs to be taken care of inside of myself every single day. I can't just be talking about it or think I have arrived. And Maureen, how do you know that? What are the signals or the symbols or what gets you to say, wait a minute, I got to stop here because there's a little bend that I need to stop and look at or take this path to understand the next step? Mind chatter would be one. Um, If I find myself in a story about something that just occurred, if I notice a reaction rather than a response, is it, at, at everything, am I connected to the tree that's in the front of my house? Am I connected to the rose bushes, even though there's no roses on them right now? That doesn't make them any less one, me a part of them or them a part of me. I, I just pay attention to the present moment, and I just take notice. Don't judge. Just notice. Is there, are there interferences going on here with my peace, with my happiness, with my joy, with my calm? I'm, am I making every choice now out of fear or out of love? So I'm just monitoring, witnessing, noticing, and then course correcting or readjusting wherever necessary, taking sabbaticals or hiatus, which I am about to do, uh, when necessary, to rejuvenate, to repower, to refuel, to know that there's a balance between giving and receiving. Paying attention. Now, Maureen, as we do this kind of work, and, and I know each and every one of us have some one or many people like this in our lives, What about the people that are not keeping up? What about the people that can't see it the way we see it? Are are you here to pull them along or to save them? What are we supposed to do with those people? Their time will come. 
You you know it's it's like that that old old saying you can lead lead a horsey to water but you can't make them drink. All in due time it will everyone will get here in due time. My I don't feel that it's mine or anybody's job to save anybody in that way. That kind of attachment is very detrimental. You do what you are brought to the earth to do, and you pray that it enters into the hearts and the minds of each that you touch. And that's the best that I can do, and that's what I have always been committed to, at least for 35 years, have been and will continue to be, but not to the the feeling at all that it's my job to save somebody. It is not. It's our own job, not to save ourselves, but to lift ourselves. And I'm happy to be one who's providing the way. And, and as this instigator, this transformer, this um, truly heartful teacher and, and leader that you are, how has things changed? Because 35 years ago, to have these kinds of conversations or even even conversations that were a little smaller but still of this nature would have been very different than it is even now. We're ready for it. We're ready for it. Otherwise, it couldn't come out and through the way that it does. You know, I always say this to people, what I write and what I speak, it doesn't come from me, it comes through me. So if the divine, if the masters, if they're bringing it through me, that means the world is ready to hear it, whether it's coming through me or it's coming through someone else. It's, it's we're ready. We're ready. And that's what makes a difference. We're enough layers of the onion have been peeled back. Our psyches have quit bleeding enough that we can receive the information, that we might not know exactly what to do with it in the moment, but ah, the body feels it. It's just like taking a handful of vitamins. The vitamins know where to go and what to do. You don't have to follow their trail. But we are ready to have these vitamins come inside of our body. We're ready for this nourishment, and we're ready. We are ready as a collective to do something with ourselves so the rest of the world can be that change that Gandhi so beautifully always said, please be the change that you wish to see in the world. It'll change. It will change. It's ready, too. Believe me, it's ready. And each one of us can have a hand in that change. It's not, it's not that we have to be a part of a huge movement or mm-hmm. that we even have to do something in a big way. Even the tiny changes right now, because of the energy and the time that we're in, I see that they ripple out so strongly from people. Yeah. Nobody even needs to know another person's name for them to have a massive impact on this planet. You never know what, what you do to become all that you can be, the magnificent, phenomenal, incredible being of light that you have always been. It just got covered over. It doesn't matter. As long as your light is on and it's shining, that's what matters. It's only to the ego that it matters, what, what kind of circumstances that it's in. That's, that's a matter between the third-dimensional mind and the ego. That's it. 
it's time to stop pushing, to stop grinding, to stop feeling as if you're having to survive, feeling if you're having to work too hard. It's time to stop looking on the outside for the things that are going to satisfy you. It's time to stop blaming those that are on the external reality for everything that's going on in your life. It's time to thrive. It's time to look inside. It's time to open up to that heart and that beat and that soul that resides within you. It's time to let yourself birth the mind and heart of God. My guest today is Maureen Moss. She is a cultural transformer, a woman of rare power, insight, courage, and persistence. And she has allowed herself to be of service and a gift to the world because she chooses to allow her power, her divine heart, her divine mind, and all that would come through her to so easily flow. Maureen Moss generously shares and brilliantly shares all that she is, and I urge you to go to her websites, worldpuja.org, access all of the beautiful information, go to maureenmoss.com, find out about her books, her CDs, definitely look into the 19 CD set, Birthing the Heart and Mind of God, and don't be afraid to go inside and do the work that your soul is asking for you to do right now. That's MaureenMoss.com and WorldPuja.org. My guest next week will be Monty Farber, and we're going to be talking about quantum affirmations. And then following out in the month, we've got Nick Nick Ortner with The Tapping Solution and Dr. J.J. Hurtak speaking about the Oversoul. Maureen, I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio. It was indeed an honor and a pleasure to speak with you, and I'm so excited for the two upcoming issues of 1111 Magazine and that incredible interview that we had that's going to be a two-parter. My pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. It was my pleasure, my joy, and I look forward to dancing with you again. Absolutely. I am Simran Singh. Until next time, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of Conscious Choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Shift happens.